Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. This is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. So today, um, I want to talk about how kindness is not weakness. Okay, so let me preface this with, uh, I, I truly believe that I came here to this world um, with love, nonviolence, compassion, and kindness as my default setting. And I think you did too. I think we actually all did. We came with the programming for love, interaction, connection, unity, um, and, and this desire to be one with all. However, something happened, right? Something happened along the way and we learned a new program. So we no longer are running on that default program, but we're, we've learned a new program. Now, what I think happened is that others kind of interpreted that, uh, love and kindness and compassion as weakness. I know in my life, this has been the case. Uh, you know, my, my parents were doing the very best that they could for me, right? Parents are just trying to help you, uh, stay safe, uh, and, and secure. Now, ironically, you could find yourself in situations where you're, you're physically, emotionally, spiritually unsafe because of what your parents are doing, but usually it's not because of their, their motive to keep you unsafe. They, you know, usually it's a, um, a desire within them to keep you safe and secure and teach you how to be safe in the world, right? Now they might go about it the wrong way, but that's usually the desire. So my parents were, were the same way. Um, I had some adults in my life who were not loving at all. Right. And they saw my, my love and my kindness as weakness. Uh, I also experienced, you know, a lot of bullying. I mean, who, who in this world hasn't experienced some, discomfort or bullying sometime in their life, right? Um, the, the, the children on the playground can be sometimes cruel, right? But they saw my, my loving heart as weakness. Um, I had some friends that, that I had during my childhood and, and high school and even into college that, you know, they had a different personality style and they interpreted my loving kindness and compassion as weakness, and I didn't know enough to stand up for myself at that time. And so I allowed some of those things to occur. And I, even as I've become an adult, some of those things have happened as well, right? So whether it be in relationships, like maybe a, um, uh, an employee-employer relationship or um, co-worker relationship or friends or, you know, even with mentors and clients, uh, I, I've had people who have interpreted my loving kindness, compassionate heart um, for weakness. And, you know, couple that with my desire to people please, and that's not a good combination, right? And so now, and, and you've probably experienced that as well, right? Especially if you're more of a, a reserved people oriented person, you probably have experienced that for yourself. But now things are different in my life. Now I realize that my kindness, my compassion, my forgiveness, my ability to do those things, not only quickly and easily, but very deeply with another person. Now I realize that that is my superpower, right? It's kind of like I'm shedding those programs that I got here from the people who tried to keep me safe. And now I'm going back to my factory default settings, 
Okay. So what changed? What changed to, to make me use this new programming? Well, me, <laughs> right? I changed. Um, so at first I, I, I realized as I was kind of preparing for this lesson, the very first thing that changed for me was my view of my identity. So my self-image, my self-esteem, my self-concept, if you will. I had to really um, stop listening to other people in my life and start asking myself the question, who am I really? And also, who do I want to be? Right. So when I asked myself the question, who am I really? And, and I really kind of delved down into my motivation. I realized I do want the, the love, the connection, the kindness. I want that, that positive relationship with other people. And now if I don't have that, I don't interpret it as there's something wrong with me. I need to change. I just say, okay, is there some way that we can maybe have a difficult conversation so that, you know, maybe this person and I can come to an agreement that actually, no, we don't want to fight. We want to agree. Right. Um, or do I need to lovingly release that person and love them unconditionally from afar? Right. Um, but really knowing who I am and also who I want to be, Gosh, it, it helps me to to enter into that place of kindness and compassion as well as keeps me from those people-pleasing tendencies. So I think self-image is huge. And the next thing, obviously, once you know who you are, boundaries are really important, right? So boundaries of all kinds, and we've been talking about boundaries for several weeks now, but you know, you really can't set down a good boundary unless you know what you want. Okay. I've been talking to a lot of clients about this, that if you don't know what you want, there is nothing else that we can do. Right. So if you come to a session with me and you're like, oh, I want to change these things in my life. Okay. Awesome. But what do you want? What do you want instead? If you don't know what you want, you just know what you don't want. Okay. You got to do a little bit of thinking, a little bit of diving down into that, because if you don't know what you want, there's nothing left for us to do. Okay. Boundaries are the same way. You have to think about what it is that you want and don't want. Right. So that has helped me because I realized that as I lay down more boundaries, I have more energy. I can manage myself more. Um, I can, you know, just let the kindness and compassion and forgiveness flow from me. It's not something I have to make myself do. And then another thing that, that has changed in me is um, how I relate to power. Okay. So the the background that I have, I, I was kind of subtly taught that I didn't have power, that everybody in my life had more power than I did. Um, actually, uh, almost 12 years ago now, I had a stroke. Uh, and I had so much stress in my life. And I was people pleasing in, to such a great degree, that literally a piece of my brain blew up. <laughs> okay, you don't want to get there. Um, but the universe was saying, Hey, listen, you have used what little power you have to, uh, please all of these other people who are telling you constantly, you don't have power and that's not good. 
And so uh, I realized I had to make some changes. And now, you know, and there, there, as I was coming into this idea of who I am and laying down some boundaries and, hey, I have some power, you know, there there is a tendency, and I find this with, with clients sometimes, there's a tendency to go a little too far in one direction. So for example, you can... Um, you can take it too far in the, I have power, I'm going to use it against others, right? And remember, that's not really in alignment with this factory default setting that we have. So if we have come in with love, nonviolence, compassion, and kindness, and we think that we need to use our power to hurt other people, or to put them in their place, or to be an angry person, right? Now, I do recognize that sometimes that is a part of your development in this process, but just check yourself a little bit, right? Because that putting others in their place is not necessarily in alignment or congruent with what you say that you're wanting. And so I know I have had some of that, but now I'm to this place where with power, I can have it and gently use it. The one thing that I'm really practicing right now is, uh, especially with other people, I'm practicing how quietly can I enforce a boundary? How, how quietly and gently can I enforce this boundary? Right? So instead of saying, I'm, you know, I might go, I might let this boundary go. No, 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 I'm going to gently enforce it. But how can I do it quietly? Right? So I'm kind of having fun with it. It's just a grand experiment to me. But how can I let that other person know, hey, yeah, no, we've, we've crossed the threshold here where, you know, I'm, I'm not okay with this. So power is a really good thing, but learning how to use it in a gentle and, and powerful way is really good too. And then the last thing that's really helped me in this idea of uh, going back to my factory default setting um, is the idea of being sovereign. And it kind of wraps up the Id- identity, boundaries, and power together. So I look at this, first of all, the underlying assumption is that I am valuable, I have great value and I have just as much value as anyone else, not more than, but also not less than. And because of that, I can be a sovereign individual. So what does that mean? Well, think about um, a sovereign state, right? Um, Here in the United States, we have many different, um, some people will call them individual uh, um, Indian reservations, but really they're sovereign entities, right? They, um, I have one very near to me where I actually do a lot of work with their early childhood program, which is awesome and amazing, by the way. Um, But they have all of their own rules, their own laws, their own, you know, um, support systems, like they're sovereign, meaning they are an entity unto themselves. So we want to be sovereign, we want to be an entity unto ourselves, knowing who we are, having very clear cut boundaries, letting people into our lives whenever we want to, because we want to, right, but also having the power to gently enforce those boundaries. And we also want to allow other people to be sovereign. So this is one of the things that I find uh, in your journey to be a more kinder person is that sometimes um, you step over the line into other people's business, right? And you want to adjust yourself and, and make sure that you're not doing that, that you're letting them be sovereign too. So for example, 
you know, with your children? Are you letting them live their own lives or are you trying to live vicariously through them? Right. With your, your employees at work, are you trying to let them learn and grow and discover things about themselves and the work? Or are you trying to tell them what to do all the time? Right. Because if you're stepping over onto their sovereignty, you, that that's not kindness. Okay. So we want to make sure that we are an individual and we're still plugged into the group. We don't want to be a lone individual, right? Because isolation does breed kind of, you know, paralyzation at, at times, right? We still want to be a part of our groups, our families, our, our jobs, our, you know, uh, we, I have a bunch of mastermind groups that people can jump into. Um, so we still want to do that, but we also want to, to maintain our sovereignty and allow others to do that as well. Okay. So in, in essence, I really feel like the, this idea that we're talking about today, this idea that kindness is not weakness, I feel like, you know, coming to this world with that, that energy of love and nonviolence, compassion and kindness, and experiencing all the things that I've experienced in my short life so far, I really feel like the universe was asking me, you know, uh, are you serious? Are you serious about wanting to live in that energy again? And if you are serious about that, you're going to have to do some inner work, right? You're going to have to pause and really think about who you are, not who everybody tells you you are, but who are you and who do you want to be? You're going to have to really find out what is it that you want and don't want. You know, not, not like me, whenever I would go out before with a, a crowd of people, I'd just be like, oh, wherever you want to eat. And, you know, we'd end up at sushi, which I hate sushi, right? And I'd eat it anyway, because I'm like, oh, ho-hum, you know, we should, we should do this. Now I say anywhere but sushi, <laughs> okay? It's not that hard, but I have to do the inner work of, of figuring out what I want and don't want. You also have to do the inner work of, of finding your power and using it well, for yourself and for others and respecting yourself and others with that sovereignty, right? So I, I really feel like life said, if you're really serious, here you go. Here's the gauntlet you have to run in order to get what you say you want. So think about this for yourself. You know, kindness is not weakness. So where are you at with kindness? Um, do you feel like you have been a kind person, but maybe you're more in that like jaded area, right? Or do you feel like um, you are a kind person, but people around you interpret that as weakness and prey upon you, right? Because you can do something about that too. Or do you feel like you've been kind in the past and you've been hurt by that? So you are now exercising your power, right? How can you do that more quietly and gently still get what you want, but not be, you know, abrasive. And, you know, one of the things that I would uh, really offer up to those people who are working with children is to notice when they are being kind. I think it's one thing that, that we, we want our, our children to be kind, right? We want them to respect others and, and take care of them, but we don't often reinforce that positively. Okay. So notice them when they're being kind rather than trying to, um, you know, hope that they see that kindness is a value, right? So kindness is not a weakness. It's just all in how you choose to go about your life, right? So if you're ready for some of that deep work, there's four ideas for you to think about. All right. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you.